Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So, let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome back, House Call community. We are in season eight and, you know, we are just back to the basics like I've been saying for all season where we're just having conversations around a table, coming to some conclusion. Sometimes we don't come to a conclusion. We just say, hey, this was the conversation that we had and we may not be able to have a solution for you, but it sparks a conversation and it sparks you sparks you thinking And that's what we want you to do. We want you to be able to connect your health dots, be able to see a complete picture of yourself and start experiencing what we call whole person care. And the interesting thing about today's conversation is that we talk about kind of the healthcare system. Mm. Yeah. Um, So you came home the other night (laughs) a little bit. A little hot, a little hot. And, and anyway, you'll see in this. You'll see as I tell the story that it's not just that one night. It was this is the reason I saw it because it's just it's, it was it's a, one thing it was on the top straw the that broke the camel's back. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> so, as you can see from the title, mm-hmm. so I found a new doctor. Yes. So let let me take you back down memory lane. Okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead. When we came to the area, I. I've never, ever since I left home, I never really had a home primary doctor, Muhammad. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, either I'd go to the to the school clinic. Right. You know, or the, you know that mm. type of thing. I, I never really had other than that. So when we moved here, <clears throat> excuse me, I said, okay, uh, you know, when I was early in college, mm-hmm. was the first time someone told me that my pressure is elevated, oh, my blood, okay. blood pressure. So I knew it was something that, you know, and with everyone, every adult in my family, that's what we deal with, right? Yeah. So I knew it was something that I need to keep track of. So I never really, I didn't have a physician for all mm-hmm. that time. So when we moved here, I said, let me go, you know, mm-hmm. eventually. So when I was work, work, working in Baltimore um, at that hospital Mm-hmm. I went to the resident clinic. Right. Saw them for a little while. They, you know, and it was good. They were the ones who helped me um, find out the sleep apnea diagnosis right, and right. all that. So I'm happy for that. And then eventually they referred me to Dr. Southall up there. Love her. Oh, it was the best. <laughs> I mean, her, these were the her. best years yeah. in terms of for me and then eventually for you. Yeah. You I know. mean, I even was like, yeah. you know what? She she needs to be my doctor. And the one thing that we loved about her was that she looked like us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she's our age. And she was she our just, age. Yeah, we had a lot in common. We had our demographics were so much alike. Right. You know, both of us. Uh, she's married, has you know children around mm-hmm. the same age, 
and you know it always I think like we were there for two of the kids right yeah I think two of her children birth or you know and then she knew Mm -hmm. about our kids and would always ask us about them and you know how are they doing knowing almost kind of how much how old they were because I think our children were around the same age Mm -hmm. or you know if you're like me sometimes you make notes in the side you know personal notes in the side of the chart so that you can remember unless her memory was just really good but either way (laughs) all I know is when I came she remembered my story yeah and that you know (laughs) I really appreciate that that meant a lot that meant a lot so um yeah it, it was great years you know what I mean but then she went to the VA because recently yeah it's been about, about a year year, year a mm-hmm. little bit more over now because for for her um so she could have more time with her family right and right. i appreciate that you yeah know, i mean and i used to tell her when even, we used to go like if you ever because just like with my dentist now yeah if she stopped mama just need we dentures just, <laughs> you know because whenever she retires as i'm not going to and, and nobody else i know, I know <laughs> she Anyway, so, you know, when you find something like that, yes. you know, because your healthcare provider should, if you're going to have the same person, it should be, it's like a relationship. This person has your health in their hands exactly. or should. Exactly. They're there to look at your medical blind spots, the things mm-hmm. that you don't know about or want to care about. Mm-hmm. They're there sometimes to give you the extra, mm-hmm. you know, little extra um, push, like, come on yeah, now. Right, right, right. So I've been looking, okay? Yeah. And even was recommended... To certain places by certain people, and I would call to make an appointment, and they tell me they're not seeing new patients. Which I, there's no business that I can think of where you're not looking for new business. So we're gonna talk about that. Okay, because, I'm, I need to know. Yeah. So in this changing world of healthcare. Mm-hmm. The time that you have to put into traditional medicine, and I'm going to use that term to just identify your regular Western medicine, you know, internist, family practice, anybody in that sphere, even, Mm -hmm. you know, my old world of OBGYN, what I used to practice. By the time you put in for new patients and you have to fill out all the paperwork and you have to make sure all the ICD-9 codes match and the documentation of that. And now with the world of electronic medical records, if you're not part of one of the big conglomerates, Mm -hmm. it's not worth the extra time that you have to put in to get reimbursed, unfortunately. I, I I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Logically, yeah, I it just, just doesn't can't make sense. Yeah. Because back in the day, it, <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, accepting new patients, accepting new patients. But what is happening now is that the workload to get through your existing patients has eaten up the time that you would have allotted for new patients. Mm-hmm. And I get, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I live with that. you. I right, understand that. Right. I get that. You know, so, and, and I guess the way I look at it, too. You know, growing up, our doctor, our family doctor was Dr. Kalmar, Superman, right? This right. man can do anything in terms of when it comes to medicine. <laughs> and Just he follows you Kalmar. from birth to the grave. Birth to the grave, right? And I mean, he has done everything for me. Like, he's the one. He's the only one. My skin condition, he's the one who gave whatever pill. I, I need to know what pill that was. <laughs> but it took it away for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, that's the type, you know, and he, this man has taken a dried lima bean out of my ear. Okay. Don't ask. But that's how far back we go down to cover. That's one of those stories you have failed to mention. I never mentioned that one? No. Okay, we'll talk about this. (laughs) Okay. But he, let's say, 
for I don't know how much it is, but let's say his fee was a hundred dollars every time he came mm-hmm. to visit him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You you give him that money. He yeah. took care of his staff, mm-hmm. his salary, yeah. kept the lights on. Yeah. Now you bill a hundred dollars, and the insurance company's like, "I'm gonna no. give you forty five. Yep, I, absolutely. That's what absolutely. I'm paying you today. Absolutely, you can take it or not. And right. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. All right, so okay, let, let me keep the story yeah, going. Yeah, now. yeah. So I because these places that were recommended to me, mm-hmm. right. Even um, through our insurance company. Right. The insurance company got these people on the website. Yes. Yes. And I go to the website. Oh, we're not accepting, we're not accepting new patients. Right. So it, it, insurance companies, I guess you can't police the whole thing. But right. that's besides the point. Or is it? Mm. I don't know. So <clears throat> all these people, like, and so I, I'm still researching. I'm still doing Google searches or whatever to try and fit up demographics that I think, you know. And so there's no other Dr. Southall out there that I could find <laughs> that was accepting Dr. new patients. Southall, if you're listening, we <sighs> miss you. So I found a doctor that, you know, that said, okay, lined up as best I could. Right. This is where I'm going to go. Okay. I make an appointment. Mm-hmm. And I knew, um, and it kind of coincided for a time when I was out after my surgery. So, you know, I right. said, good, this is this the time is a, when I right. go and get that taken care of as well. And won't have to take <clears> off <throat> any additional time. Exactly. So I wrote down in my organizer that the appointment time was 1030. It very well could be that the appointment time was for 11 or 1130. Knowing me, it could even be 12 o'clock. But I wrote down 1030 so I wouldn't be late. Because you knew... Traffic time. Yeah, I transfer. You're in the DMV. You never know. Right, right. You always have a book with you because you may, you know. Because the beltway is. You're either early, either an hour early, or or you're late. late. You know, so (laughs) very well could be, but that's beside the point. I get there at 10 o'clock, and then my thing is written for 10 30, right? Right. So I'm I'm early, I'm good. Sign in, waiting. Okay. So I think I'm going to get the. 20 sheets of paper. Right, because I told you you're you're going to be filling out a lot of stuff. You're screens. a new patient. They want to know everything about me from the yeah. time I was born until right, now. Right, right, right. Barely a sheet. I, I'm telling you. That still befuddles me. I'm really still like, wait, Barely what? a sheet of paper. And I answer, you know, and they this want is an the basic. medicine doctor. That's what they're billing themselves as. So I'm sitting there and I fill out the sheet like, this is all you want to know? <laughs> okay. I'll, you know, so I give back to them. And so I'm seeing people who um, came in after me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. going to be seen. So I'm like, hmm. Okay. But like I said, I really can't get mad at that because this could be my mistake. Could be. So that's you. But either way, my point is at that time, I didn't have that revelation. Right. So I'm getting hotter. Yeah. And hotter. As each minute goes, goes by. Exactly. Now, remember, I told you one of my history, one of my issues, my main probably medical issue now is my hypertension. Yes. So yes. what is going on to my pressure right now? So your cortisol is going up. Your angiotensin renin system has kicked in and your I. vasculature has constricted, which means your blood pressure has gone up. I.e. I'm hot. <laughs> so they finally call me back. And I guess if it was also a warm, friendly office, yeah, no one is warm and friendly and cozy. You know, customer services—they've never had a customer service course. <laughs> they just—they <laughs> they need to hire Laurel C. Long <laughs> to, <laughs> to come and do their customer service course. They've never had a customer service course. So I'm going in the box, 
the 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 medical assistant who's walking back to me as she's walking in front of me so her back is towards me is welcoming me to the practice like this anyway it is wow my point here again my pressure is now okay so she comes and takes my pressure one time on my right hand and it's high oh you have a history of high blood pressure did you read the form that i just filled out (laughs) did you i wish you all could have seen (laughs) <laughs> I wish you could have seen his well, yes, face and his head. Yes, I have high blood pressure. And if, if I'm not, you know, yeah. if I'm not doing what I need to do, it's usually like this. But no one, again, no one is like, okay, what's going on with you? Right. You right. don't know what has led up to here. Right. You just want to take a snapshot in time and adjust it. Right. According, you know? So she writes down the numbers. I'm still waiting. And then the doctor comes in again. Hi, I'm Dr. Blah, blah. You know, basically like what you do it here. Well, you know. Right. And so then she was like, well, I don't know if they told you. I'm only here two days a week. I'm like, well, do you want me as a patient or not? <laughs> I, I'm so confused here. At this point, I'm so confused. So I'm just I'm like, okay. I, um, yeah. <laughs> I... Okay, I have high blood pressure. You know, doctor comes in, she sees the number, like, oh my goodness, what what's going on with your pressure? I'm like, yeah, I have a hit. that's why I'm, that's I'm in why the doctor's I'm office. If I was normal, what am I? So she said, oh, I'm gonna have someone come and take it again. Keisha, I'm sitting in there five six minutes waiting for the other person to come and take it and pressure. take the pressure again. Not the other person, the same person who took it the first time. Okay. Again, I'm going back to my favorite doctor because every time when she would see my pressure, she would take it. She would take it herself with the manual cuff. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, waiting for the MA, waiting, waiting, waiting. She comes back, takes it again. The other hand, it's a little bit lower (laughs) because I think at this point I just said, dude. You're here. <laughs> don't don't expect anything else. Do some breathing exercises. You gotta just chill out. I said, okay. Um okay, I can do that. So she's, you know, we go over the medications I'm on. Okay. And she said, Yeah, this one medication right here, that's too low. I think you need a higher dose. And so in my mind, so I'm saying to myself, okay, this, you know, it is what it is, basically. You right. might as well just calm down. Let's see if we can get some more medicine out of this. And let's go on about our business, right? So she said, this medication I see here, is I'm on two different medications. Uh-huh. Um, this one, I think the dose isn't high enough. Okay. Now she, like I said, she's just taking a snapshot. She has not asked me one lifestyle question, one history, one- not one History question. So you don't know anything about what I'm going through. Now, mind you, I just had surgery the week before. So I got a big behind cast on my hand. No one has asked me about this yet. So you don't know if I'm hurt because I broke my wrist. You don't know what's going on. You don't know anything. Nothing. They're just taking this. Your blood pressure could be high because you're in pain. Anything. But they're just taking and they want to tweak my medication off of just a snapshot, snapshot in time. time. You have not asked me, what, you know, so you don't know if I've lost my job. You don't know if I'm going through some stuff with my wife. Nothing. My kids are on my nerves. You don't know what's going on with me. But you want to raise my medication. So I said, it's not the medication that makes your lips swell and stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah. 
So I'm like, you want to give, you want to give me more of this? Oh wow! And she's like, okay, well, do you want to go another direction? I said, how about we do that? How about we try another direction? All right. So she gives me a whole other medication. This one is good for African Americans, wow. you know, and this that another, and you know, so okay. I'll try another medication at this point. I'm just trying to. You just I'm want to get, to get out, out of there. Because I'm like, I ain't yeah. never going back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'll see you in a month. I say, yeah, you'll see mm-hmm. you in a month. Right. So <clears throat> I come out and you know. Um, you are livid. Because, okay, so. I need to say one thing really quick before go ahead. you do that. Because while I'm in there, I'm talking to Ben. <laughs> right? Do we end up, we end up, you know, saying, let's. Catch up for lunch, you know, mm-hmm, since i blah, mm-hmm, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So we go to a spot to go eat lunch. And not necessarily the healthiest lunch. I did send you a picture, but it was sure good. But <laughs> while we're going there, I'm, I'm just, because he's catching me straight out of the doctor's office. So I'm still hot. And I'm like, dude. And he, and I said, first of all, they didn't ask me all this stuff. They're just looking at a snapshot in time. Yeah, yeah. But then it hit me. I'm talking about me. Okay. Wendell McMillan II. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I know my body. Right. I'm 45 right. years old. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. Seven years ago, I said I didn't want 40 to meet me you know, taking right. medication and stuff. Right. So I changed my lifestyle, lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. yeah. I was able to get off the medication at the yes. time. So I know yes. this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. So why am I upset that they just want to give me more medication when I know what to do? This is the oh, epiphany we had on the way. I'm going to let you talk it out because that's the epiphany we had on the way to get lunch. Like, So where's personal responsibility in this? The floor is now yours. <laughs> okay. Several things yes, that we need to talk about here. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Th- so there are three prongs we need to address here. Mm-hmm. One... I have to stand up for my healthcare providers. Okay. Okay. The pressure that we are under uh-huh. in terms of the new systems, and I'm not even going to talk about the new systems in terms of um, getting healthcare coverage for everyone, or the debate, or you know the echo chambers of what's going on with just getting coverage. I am talking about just the simple fact of what is what it takes to get people in your office, get them seen, do the paperwork and get out. Mm, okay. Because going back to, I'm not accepting new patients mm-hmm. just from the load that you have and from how you have to document to get paid. Mm-hmm. I'm now spending two hours after my last patient is out the door just for documentation purposes. You or somebody you got to pay well. No, you have to do that. Don't I you? have to do that. Or there are people that have scribes, and that's a whole nother okay, conversation okay, because right. then there's a third person in the room. I am not opening and up. People if are a not third exactly I'm you that now. exactly. There was a conversation done mm-hmm. in some of our journals, and I can't remember which one, but there was. I, I'm not sure if it was in the Green Journal or if it was in the Journal of American Medicine. But they were talking about when the EMRs were coming out. So EMRs stands for Electronic Medical Records. Mm-hmm. When they first started coming out and they were mandatory that they be there, you have doctors and the learning curve for that was so steep. And it's still very steep because there's so many different programs. There's so many different types. You got this this person saying, hey, I have the EMR for you. And every depart, every different specialty wants their stuff customized for them. Okay. So that's a whole nother world. So I know for me... 
after I finish my day, even just with paper charts and then signing off on labs and then addressing abnormal labs and then saying, hey, so-and-so needed this call then or so-and-so needed that return and blah, 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 blah. So it's going to take some time afterwards to get your stuff done. Okay. Okay. So that's the first prong. Mm-hmm. So I got to put that out there. As someone in that <laughs> field that has felt that pressure and still does, even with the health wellness place that I'm at, right. I stay after my last client and I make sure that everybody is tucked away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the second prong is something we have touched on before in terms of narrative medicine. Mm. The concept of narrative medicine, and you guys need to go back and hear episode 62 with Dr. Ramona Hyman, and we talk about how our stories create a healing intersection. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? There is a concept out there that talks about how your healthcare provider can become that their story, their own story mm. can can merge with yours at this particular intersection and create a space of healing. Hmm. Going back to my sister mm-hmm. that saw you, if she had just had the opportunity to say to you, "Hey, what's going on with your hand?" All right. And asked you a couple of questions. I don't need to hear from when you were in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I just need to know what happened last week. Mm. I need to know how long it probably even took you to see me today. And then I can use some type of something to relate to you. Something. Mm-hmm. I often in my practice now will relate to men and women when I tell them when we start talking about stress. And how we poo-poo stress in our society. And I will say, take the S off your chest. And I will raise my hand and say, I need to do it too. You are not the super person. You don't have to be it. Or if we're talking about struggles with food or or um, cravings or mm-hmm. so, um, um, or carb cravings during the day or energy slumps during the day, I will insert and interject when it is appropriate my own story so that I become human as well. Mm. And there are other physicians that do that. Right. It doesn't take no. long. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Southall was one of those. Yes. She would relate to me as a physician and a mom. And mm, we would have mm. like five seconds of laughter about the children trying to get out in the morning to school. And this person forgot this and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And oh, Jesus. And, and you know, and I'm supposed to be a physician. <laughs> doggone it. I, right. You know, I can cut on folk, but I can't get somebody to get up in the morning and get out uh-huh. on time. Yeah. Those little moments create narrative medicine, create intersections of healing. Mm -hmm. That did not happen. Uh, No. So that's the second prong. Mm -hmm. If you do not find somebody that you can get that sense of, Mm -hmm. I say find a new one. Yeah. Well, if they're taking patients. True. Now, yeah. that is sad. That is that yeah. is something we do have to have where to I am now, yeah. where I am now, our chiropractor, yes. again, someone else, a part of, of my healthcare team who better not ever retire. Exactly. Because that'll be yes. the last chiropractor I ever go to. Dr. Deb. And she has, she's come on the show before. She's come on a couple times. Couple, yeah. A couple so, times. 
but she has recommended someone to me. I have not followed up on that. That's my next, yeah, you know, because I have that connection. You mm-hmm, know, if, it, if mm-hmm. she's because she's at least two other people. She, um, Doctor Polsky, who did my shoulder, yes, she recommended, she recommended yeah. him as well. So she's not failed yet yes, in terms of recommendation. Yes. So fortunately, I have that. But yes. I'm telling you, man, I ooh, look here exactly, and I because tell now I'm on a. If you were to just look look at what happened, right. My pressure probably was high, but I've been pretty good with my medication. So you it really hasn't been have. crazy. No. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think my my pressure was higher. Because of Now, again, should I have said something? Should I have said, right. look, here, y'all kept people- me in here so long. My pressure is 10 points higher. Should I have been that guy? Who, but that's not your personality. No, that's no, not I'm you. Not gonna, that's no. not you. And that's where we have to work within the confines of who we are. Okay. Now, we do need to become advocates for ourselves. Yeah. And I believe you did do that when you said, hey, doesn't that medication cause that side effect? <laughs> you know, that that was advocating for yourself uh-huh. and going, uh, can we go in another direction, please? She, I was taking 10 milligrams. She wanted to raise it to like 20 or 25. Ooh. And in my mind, I'm like, yo. Yeah. What? Right. Right. Exactly. <sighs> and so that's where I talk to clients, too. And mm-hmm. I say that in the practice I'm in now. And I'll tell people, if you want to break up with me, just have the decency to tell me. Mm, That's it. Okay. And I'll say. I don't even think I have that decency because obviously they ain't that press. Well, yeah. But see, this that, again, that again, that's part of the conversation that I have. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, this is not a sprint. We are in a marathon. Mm. And all I ask is that if you want to break up with me, you have the decency to tell me. Mm-hmm. That's it. And usually, and when I give them that permission, okay. it's like, huh, okay, yeah, just tell, tell me when this is not working, because we are going to be in this together, hmm. okay? Right. So that's the second prong. The third prong that you hit on was personal responsibility. Yeah. We ha- this is why we have this show, because it's giving you some control and empowering you to be part of your healthcare team mm. so that you can then say, you know what? I do need to take some personal responsibility in this. I need to, you know, like we had talked about one time before how you would come in when you were, when you said 40 is not going to meet you at right, certain right. weight. I was doing P90X. You were coming mm. in and I mean, to the detriment of us at times. But anyway, hey, <laughs> I, mean, no, yeah. I was trying to get you that were, endorphin right. release. And yeah. you were coming and we knew daddy's daddy's going to go upstairs. He's going to get dressed. He's going to go downstairs and he's going to do his workout. And that was non-negotiable. And, and Les Skyler was going come and lay across my um, the yoga mat <laughs> when I was trying to do my yoga. Exactly. Uh-huh. And but the one thing that was beautiful about this is mm-hmm. that I believe that's when our children got introduced to exercise and healthy living and activity Mm -hmm. because they to this day know about exercise and working out. And it's not just working. It's just like being healthy. That is an ongoing conversation in our house that doesn't have bad connotations to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, oh, mommy's going to the gym now because she wants to be healthy again. Daddy's starting to exercise because he wants to be healthy again. Mm-hmm. You know, so those were the three areas that I believe this conversation touched on. It touched on what are the physicians under? Okay. You know, and so because some of them don't know how to fill their cups anymore, mm. they're not able to give you anything mm. but from what's in a textbook or what's in a pharmacopoeia. Okay. 
or what they know when they went to the last seminar. They have nothing left to give. Second, you need to find something that after they have something to give, they can then somehow connect with you. Just like your hand surgeon, I believe... You know, Doctor Katz, he can walk, he walks on water. We we swear he walks on he water. Walks, yeah, he can make water. Okay, but then, yeah, no, yeah. and he <laughs> he has taken care of multiple people in our family. Uh-huh. You know what I told him this last time, right? I oh, said, yeah. I hope this is the last time I see you. I, I know, will right? refer people to right. you, but I'm good. Yeah, we're good. Both times, exactly. Out, I'm good. We're good. Uh-huh. But he is a person that mm-hmm. has been able to hone in that. I, I understand you. I can connect with you. Like the last time at your surgery, mm-hmm. he came back out to me and said, I was supposed to take pictures and I don't know what happened, but they didn't capture because mm-hmm. I know your husband wanted to show them to your children. Right. Who does that? No. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Katz. He called me two days after the surgery. See, now, it just so happens, though. That he is part of a big organization. Who gets, gets it. it. Yeah, they get it. They, they get it. And it is part of your, you mm-hmm. know, your checklist that they check off of to, you know, make sure that you're, it's it's probably part of incentives and uh, stuff. But they get but it. But still, they get it. Yeah. And so that's the narrative medicine part of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that physicians have to share their story and tell you what's going on in their lives. I'm saying they need to find something somehow to connect with you. I have a big behind bandage on my hand. How did that happen? How many seconds that took? So how did that happen? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the third prong was our own personal responsibility. Yeah, that's big. That's big. And we have to. We're grown people. Yeah, we have to take personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. Even if you have a chronic illness or something that you're dealing with that you have to manage, learn how to manage it. Yeah. You know, learn your body. Listen to things like this our podcast. There are other ones out there. There's new concepts that are coming up that you. Don't necessarily have to throw away everything else to then implement them, but you can see how you can work mm-hmm. it in. You know, so I know we talked a little long on this this particular episode because we both got a little a little excited <laughs> about it. But uh-huh. I believe it was worth the conversation to be able to look at those three different areas that come together to help us with basic health care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being part of the conversation, being part of your healthcare provider team, being an advocate for yourself and knowing when, hey, it may be time to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's well OK on both parts. I mean, there's some physicians that say, and I've done it myself. I don't think I can give you the service you're looking for. Mm. So this may not be a fit for us. And I don't want you to waste your time. Mm-hmm. You know, and and mine. And so let's probably dissolve this relationship and I can give you referrals yeah. or I may not be able to give you referrals. Somebody else can. You know, th- those are the things that happen. Mm-hmm. It happens and it's OK. Everything isn't a good fit. You know, I didn't come to our dentist who's also been on the show. Yes. <laughs> just 
you know, yeah. I, yeah, there was some, you know, we had some people in there who I was just not completely did, pleased it with. It just didn't right. fit. It didn't, yeah, fit. didn't fit. And that's what happens. It's the same thing. You, you know, you don't find a good fit for a job. Mm-hmm. You find something else. You that's don't right. find a good fit in a relationship. And this is a relationship. Yes. You know, we have to find something else. So tip of the day. Tip of the day? <laughs> you don't want me to give the tip of the day. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking. Tip of the day is... Is those... is Well, we can't address all the three prongs, but that third yeah, one is big. Yeah, the third big. one. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. yeah we know. all know. We, we I, all know. Especially me sitting here, I know exactly what I need to do to get off this medication. Like we had talked about before, it's... Instead of, you know, I replace my exercise endorphin kick with just other things, you know, yeah, that yeah. increase calories and decrease <laughs> movement, right? Yes. So you're I right, know what to right, do. You're right. Because that's what we're looking for. We're looking so I can't for... be mad at any physician for anything mm-hmm. else other than just how you run your practice, basically. That's yeah. just customer service. But in terms of if you, at this point, mm-hmm. if you miss something, mm-hmm. I'm just talking about me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Miss something that I know about, I can't be mad at you. Mm. Wow, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know. Yeah, I, I hope, I, I hope that makes sense. With if that. you, if you know. there, is, there is something in your health that you know you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and you don't do it, right? You can't get mad at the doctor. No, it's it's my responsibility. I'm a grown man. Yeah, yeah. I think one of our favorite cardiologists has said. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines of this, you mm. know, where he talks to his his patients when they don't want to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And he says, well, I really need you to have so and so and so and so in the office with me while you say this. Because if because you when you die, <laughs> right. they're going to blame me. And but you yes. are the one that said you didn't want to do what you were supposed to do. Yeah. So that goes all the way around. Yeah. All the yeah, way around. So yeah. tip of the day is make sure you are doing what you're supposed mm. to do. As I sip this water instead of juice. There you go. See? There, see? Got it. My glass straw. Ah, glass straw. <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother, another conversation. I'm being but, prepared for us to move out to California. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That came out of... Go ahead. You were close to the show. Don't let me stop you. <laughs> Don't <ahead>. nobody <laughs> be writing no comments on the bottom of this episode. We are not moving back to California. <laughs> so until next time, community, we will see y'all back here. Bye now. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. I don't believe you. <laughs>